Hello and welcome to Homeowner AF, the Canadian first time home buying podcast. And today we're going to look at three strategies that my clients used in 2023 to purchase their first homes. So I'm recording this in at the end of February of 2024, but if we're taking a look back at 2023 and what that market looked like for first-time homebuyers, here it is. We had high rates, much higher than we had been used to for the last couple of years, coupled with home prices that really didn't drop as much as a lot of folks were anticipating. So we had these high purchase prices, high interest rates, and first-time homebuyers were struggling to qualify for the amount of mortgage they needed to be successful in purchasing their first home. So I work with a lot of first-time home buyers. Actually, the majority of my clients last year were successful first-time home buyers. So in today's podcast, I'm going to go over three of the most common strategies I see first-time home buyers using to qualify for their desired amount of mortgage. The first strategy I'm going to outline is the most common strategy used by first-time home buyers. And in fact, most first-time home buyers would not be successful in purchasing their first home if it was not for a monetary gift from their family. And if you are not the lucky recipient of one of these monetary gifts, that's okay. Keep listening. I have two other strategies that will be helpful for you. But if you are lucky enough to be able to receive a gifted down payment, then definitely use it. And here's what you need to watch out for. This gift of money can come from mom, dad, grandma, brother, sister, anybody within your immediate family. And it also needs to be traceable. So you can talk with your broker about what that looks like. And your loved one will also need to sign a declaration that this is in fact a gift and not a loan that you will have to pay back. The next first time homebuyer strategy is actually a twofold one, and I am smushing them together for brevity's sake. We're going to go over the Canadian Homebuyers Plan, which uses RRSPs and the FHSA, First Home Savings Account. So for the Homebuyers Plan, you can use a maximum of $35,000 from your RRSP towards your down payment. If you are a couple, both of you are first time home buyers and you both have access to RRSPs, then you can both access $35,000, which brings you to a grand total of $70,000 to be able to contribute to your down payment. Now, when you make a contribution to your RRSP, it's tax deductible, which means you will deduct that amount that you've contributed from your income at tax time and you won't be charged income tax on that. The second benefit of using the home buyer's plan is that it's a tax-free withdrawal when you use it for your down payment. The caveat here is that these funds must be repaid within 15 years. So with the home buyer's plan, you're actually deferring tax to be able to save up a down payment, which is fantastic, especially during times of high inflation like right now. Now, the FHSA, or First Home Savings Account, is much like the RRSP, but it works a little bit differently, and it's actually much better suited to first-time home buyers. 
Now for the FHSA, your contributions are tax deductible, same as with your RRSPs. But with this, you have a maximum of $8,000 for your annual contribution limit. The lifetime limit of this savings account is $40,000. You must be a first-time home buyer and your withdrawals are tax-free. So unlike the home buyer's plan, you don't need to pay back this money. So for the FHSA, you have tax deductible contributions, tax free withdrawals, and you don't have to pay it back. So whereas with the RRSP program, the home buyer's program, you are deferring tax with the FHSA, you're actually not paying tax, which is phenomenal. We love that. You can use the home buyer's plan and the FHSA together, or you can just use one if that's what you decide to do. The next very common strategy to obtain home ownership that my clients used last year is using co-signers or guarantors. So what happens when somebody uses a co-signer is they're using somebody else's income to qualify for the principal amount of the mortgage. This can be super handy in situations where either you don't have the length of employment that the lender is looking for or your income is more difficult to prove. Now, with these kinds of transactions, you really need to ensure that you can still make that monthly payment because your co-signer or even your guarantor is going to ultimately be liable for that mortgage if you default on it. So this looks like doing a complete budget of everything that you're spending every month, making sure that that monthly payment fits comfortably within your budget. Now, the co-signer will need to do a full mortgage application. They'll need to disclose their income, their debts, all of it, because we are using them as a mortgage applicant, just like you, the person who will be living in the home. All that being said, this can be a great way to bump up the amount of income we're using to qualify you for your first home purchase. If you're interested in using this strategy, I'd be happy to chat about it. It is a case-by-case basis and not all co-signers are created equal. So you're going to want to make sure that whoever you're choosing or asking to be your co-signer has little debt and lots of income so that they will be a great candidate on your mortgage application. Phew. Okay. Now that we've gone through all three strategies, I have a little PSA before I let you go. It is the end of February, 2024 right now. And if you are a first time home buyer, who's looking to get active in the market and be successful in buying their first home this year, then you need to get pre-approved. Things are changing. Rates are changing. uh, Buyer sentiment is also changing. And this is bringing folks back to the market and you first time home buyer do not have equity to play with. So you want to get in first and make your transition transaction as quickly as possible once you are qualified and find the right home. 
That being said, a pre-approval is the first step. You can reach out using the information in the show notes, or you could just head on over to Brianna Galls and Mortgages on Instagram. I'm happy to chat there. And if you have any questions that you would like answered on a podcast in long form, go ahead and send them to me there. I am happy to hear from you. And until next time, happy house hunting, everyone, and have a great week.